Alright everyone, here we are, back in the onsen. My name's Maza, and I'm joined by co-host Nexus. Hello. Yo, and co-hosts. I will be quoting Doran Gray's 11th album, not Falafas, but Falanges. Okay. <laughs> that was a long one, man. Alright, I have no idea what special that was, but... guest, NBT. Que all right, that's good. All right, so since we're here, uh, this time we're going to be talking about something a little interesting, a little different. Uh, talking about how our changes, or I'm sorry, how our tastes have changed over time. Maybe you got into J-Rock with a certain set of bands or even a certain genre, you know, subgenre. And today you're just not the same. Nobody's ever the same. You're so I guess to start us off, NBT. Oh, should I start today? Yeah, how did you start out and how, how how are you now? Where did you end up? Well, so, like, when I started with J-Rock, it was, uh, like, I guess, like, many of the people, it was the typical visual K bands, uh, like Yurugamesh, the Gazette, like, uh, you know, the PS uh, company, company bands, uh, and all that jazz, like those were like the days when like vk were i at least for me when it was like really blooming um but like after like i wasn't actually into visual k itself but it just happened that those bands were so prominent that i that i started listening to them and uh yeah after a while i got into like a symphonic kind of j-rock uh, Wait, so, so when you say they were prominent, what do you mean? Like, did you know other people personally who were into them? Or was there some community you were in where it was like, Garugamash? Yeah, that, that's a good question, actually, because they were prominent in the West. So that doesn't necessarily mean that they were popular in Japan. So as an example, something we already mentioned that uh, in the past is that Versailles is uh, quite big in the west but not as much in in japan but uh, a lot of people uh in the community like in the j-rock community were listening to versailles and um i got into them as well and that's how i got into more symphonic rock uh so in that case it was uh, power metal and uh, my previous experience with power metal was very limited it was uh, <laughs> uh like dragon force <laughs> like through the fires and the flames <laughs> very uh, uh, 101 simple, simple yeah one. i mean <laughs> it, it's quite different right when you have if you compare those two bands right yeah yeah, yeah. so essentially like if we speed up like today uh, no sorry if we talk a bit about my middle kind of period of listening to j-rock then it was a lot of like raw metal like gent metal uh those kind of stuff and uh you had like uh deluhi and uh Ooh. all the other projects that uh, <laughs> came from um leda like mm. uh, undivide and things like that but nowadays i'm very much into like dojin music so that could also be very metal still but uh, it's uh, a lot more wider, and it's—I mean, Dogen music is basically like indie music, but in a more specific niche uh, space in Japan, uh, like Toho uh, covers and things like that. So that's what I'm more into right now, and like Utaite music, uh, so cover artist music. It, it went from a lot of metal to a mix of pop and and metal nowadays. What do you least. think? made all the pop become more popular for you any 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 catalyst for that oh that's a good question because metal has a very like uh heavy sound and it's like gotcha 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 got. it's like it really <laughs> hits you uh <laughs> in a certain way but like then after a while you kind of get numb of having listening to like this type of music all the time so, so you when could you go say into MBTs uh, become so numb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But like, essentially, uh, I had to, well, it's not like that I had to, but it, I just felt like I, I wanted to listen to a bit more, like, to, like, I just wanted to listen to some other type of music as well. So the Dojin music scene has a lot of like diverse music and uh, it just happens to uh, involve a lot of metal and it involves a lot of pop and some EDM as well. Uh, so I do have a small collection of EDM music nowadays, but it's not like hardcore, but it's more like uh, in- infused EDM with rock. Uh, so kind really... of like new metal, but this EDM style. I have a related question. Do you feel Sorry. like do do you feel like this this shift? Because I I have observed this specific shift rather commonly, or like departure from metal exclusively to like more poppy stuff. Do you feel like it is at all at all related to the potential shedding of youthful pretentiousness? Uh, as- possibly. Because when I was uh, younger, I always felt like, oh yeah, it's like metal. That that's the thing you have to listen to. Like everything else is shit. Like I had that some kind of mentality like that, but not like not <laughs> as disrespectful as I just put it. But yeah. um, I did kind of like see that pop music wasn't as valuable back in the days. Um. But that was um, probably probably because I had had not explored too much on that field, so I was quite naive, I guess. How about mm-hmm. you, Indice? I think I yeah. think that's just metal metal fandom in general. Is everything else is shit? So shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what you always like, into- I, oh, I genuinely observed this very specific pattern in so many people, including myself. That is the one you're not quite a teenager but let's say quite young you're like metal and hard music is the best stuff and as we have so eloquently put it everything else is shit it's like uh, yeah uh, yeah pretty much you know when you're like 22 uh and then you eventually reach a point in your life in which you uh, low-key or Heike even realized that you have lost all semblance of a music taste at all, and now you just listen to freaking whatever. Well, I, I I am still very particular with the music I listen to, but like it's just a bit broader, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Was you always into Dojin music then? Like, when did that come? That when you started listening to that birth? I think it was uh, <laughs> actually <laughs> quite early. I, early, but I, 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 mean, I mean, I did. What? <laughs> Sorry, you didn't hear what we were saying. But when when did it when did it start? Uh, I think it actually uh, I started listening to Dojin music quite early actually, but I didn't know that it was Dojin music. Uh, I think it was still when I was listening to Versailles. Uh, is like I got into Asriel. Um, so that is the band uh, that um, Kurosuke uh, was. Uh, uh, was part of, which is the guy who is doing. I'm not sure how to pronounce the name. Elfenshan, like El, like oh Elfenshorn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know how how you would pronounce it in English, but like, um, yeah. So basically, he's he's. Um, Wait, don't you speak whatever language that one's written in? It's German. Uh, I don't speak German, but I. I mean, was they conquered you guys, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> We can talk about that later, but yeah. yeah fucking hell. Uh, so, I mean, I was introduced to doji music quite early, but I didn't know it was in the doji music back then. It was just like any other band for me. So, yeah, I think then I kind of started to see like, oh, okay, so that actually it's a part of this scene and things like that. So, yeah. Mm. Another question. Are you into rhythm games at all? Rhythm games? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I actually didn't get into rhythm games uh, until later, actually. So I was already uh, aware of the doujin scene uh, mm-hmm. before I started to playing rhythm games. Yeah, because from what I've observed, those two specifically usually go hand in hand. Yeah, doujin and a lot of, rhythm games. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people play like uh, DDR, um, 
I didn't have my own laptop back then, <laughs> so I couldn't play DDR as much as other people. People play DDR on laptops? Uh, yeah, because at, at school, uh, if you pick specific schools, uh, they would hand you a personal, personal laptop. And back then, uh, computers weren't as prevalent, so... Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, shit, bro. I didn't get a computer until I was like a freshman in high school. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> so, yeah, I couldn't get into that until later. You don't even know you could play DDR on a laptop. Yeah, that was more what I was talking about. But I guess it makes sense if you're doing an emulator or something and just hitting the arrow keys. Yeah. Uh, well, it's um, it's a specific version for computers, so it's not like the real deal. Oh. <sighs> So basically, you can load any music that you like uh, from the community. And the community has a lot of Doge music. Oh, so kind of like Osu. Yeah, it's the same thing. Okay. Okay. But yeah, mm-hmm. wanna, should we jump into someone else's story? I feel yeah, like yeah, I, yeah, I know, too... I know. It turned into the NBT yeah. interview in the 20 yeah. current year. It, 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 <laughs> All right, well, well Sis, you, you've been pretty quiet so far. What, what, what would you say has happened to you over the years? Where did you start? Where did you end up, and uh, why do you why do you regret everything? <laughs> why do I regret everything? <laughs> I really wasn't into music for like a lot of my teenage years. For like maybe I want to say early teenage years, I wasn't in. Well, I was into music. Sorry, I tell a lie. But I wasn't into like rock music. I was more into like whatever was on MTV. Like I was more into rap music and like hip hop music. And whatever my parents would like listen to, um, and whatever was on the radio, and then it kind of changed when I was in, I want to say high school, second, second or third year of high school, and I started listening to like the like the uh the rock music channels. So like I guess I can't remember the MTV version of like the rock rock version of MTV, um, and then I listened to like Scars and like those kind of like uh music video channels and then i got into like a few bands but only a few and then i got into my chemical romance and panic at the disco and like emo bands basically yeah so um and then that kind of evolved into like j j rock through like anime and whatnot and yeah um from there my taste has kind of grown because i wasn't into metal either really wasn't into metal i'm western metal i'm still really not into it's so i'm still very yeah so i'm still very selective about what i listen to in western metal um and yeah so how um, how did you transition to j-rock from western um so basically i for a good few years i was just listening to japanese music just japanese rock music japanese metal music basically visual k whatever I was listening to that for a lot of years. I never, I didn't, I never really listened to Western, Western stuff ever. And I think it's only like the last few years that I've like started listening back to like listening to Western, like some songs are still, still very selective, but I'm still like trying to scope out what songs I do and don't like and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's just yeah. Here I am now. I I think I wasn't even into pop like pop rock music either at one point, um, with the or the Osada bands and whatnot. And um, I I I'm I'm they're fine now. They're fine. I still still <laughs> don't like a few of them, but yeah, I can. I think what um over the years what I've had is I've built built up a tolerance to like people would normally have a like a thing that they don't listen to like they just can't listen to like they're just like nope that's it and i can kind of listen to any music now without having to like squint and like have a like shudder or whatnot so i like the last few years i've just been on spotify and i just found like kawaii future bass and i'm like okay i guess this is a thing now so i'm listening to I, i like that and yeah so, so it's not even just like rock music now. It's going into like bass music and like pop music and whatnot. So would you say that your 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 time with Japanese rock and everything? Would you say it's at the end of the day broadened your horizons for everything else? Oh, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Um, 
I wouldn't even I like I don't wanna be a promote <laughs> uh streaming like uh music streaming website but the the prevalence of streaming websites in last few years have helped like me find uh new new bands, new musicians, new and songs that have made me wanna also like experience their discography and have a listen so there's also that and then also made me want to go back and listen to like older older visual k bands as well so i think that's uh, that's an interesting thing i mean and not not to cut you off really but may- maybe for another time because that's probably i know what of, of the people here in this room three out of four live on spotify at this point yeah so i don't well i don't really mbt does Oh yeah, he's he's next level. I, I don't know. Bar, I don't he know is bar. his Spotify. Yeah, mm. two out of four. So I I, I think is that Nexus? might be something to talk about later. How how has the algorithm okay. changed you? But <laughs> how, how, has, how has computer uh, programmed you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally, how has the computer programmed you over the years? Because there, I definitely. I definitely know from some of the things we've talked about before that some of you have been like, oh yeah, I'm really into this one lately because Spotify recommended it. I'm sorry, computer recommended it. And it's just like, oh, <laughs> really? How interesting. Detective, you, Detective you little Street. fucking explorer. It, it reminds me of how when everyone had a TV and actually watched TV because that was the only thing you had to do, uh, could do. Uh, to pass time uh, back then if there was a commercial on tv everyone at school would know about the commercial like the next day and would maybe talk about it i feel like it's that kind of like uh, you know thing what that happens with spotify yeah because we have completely lost the like thing like yeah i saw that on tv or like everyone talking about the movie that was on tv yesterday because nobody fucking watches tv anymore you know what i was like yeah this thing because it was recommended to me on unnamed streaming website. <laughs> I never re- remember that happening in my time at like school and stuff. Everybody talking about this thing friends? on TV. Just just like when a big movie would come out, it would happen. Like everybody like, oh, I saw, you know, whatever the new movie was. I mean, the easiest one to do is like whatever Marvel movie, but clearly there were movies well, before Marvel. But this, uh, in it? fact, because if you haven't seen the Marvel movie in its first 24 hours, you're kind of fucked when it comes to spoilers. I know. I have a friend who still hasn't seen the new Spider-Man, and he's just like, at this point, I've seen it through everyone else not shutting up about <laughs> it. I, like, I, I, haven't actually, I talked about this yesterday with my friends. I haven't seen the latest Spider-Man movie yet. Yeah, but you have. <laughs> <laughs> on the internet, yeah, through, through them. Yeah, exactly. Vicariously like, through others. I don't watch Euphoria, but I'm on Twitter, so I know what it's about. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Wait, are we talking about the visual roll. novel? Or? Uh, no! No! Oh, don't go there. <laughs> Definitely don't. I mean, I have. It's a series. I like to talk about doji and stuff, but maybe not that kind of doji stuff here. Oh, it's fucking fantastic. So wasn't but, it made uh, into it? Uh, well, yeah, it was. It was. They animated it. I haven't played the novel, but I saw the hentai. You should play it, dude. It's uh, it's interesting up until a it's, point. It's, and then you're like, nothing really mattered, did it? Um, no, it's interesting. That's one way to describe it. <laughs> I mean, it's fascinating. So you're, you're, not, you're not a connoisseur. I don't know how to pronounce that. Connoisseur of hentai as masochist, you you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't I get mean, it. Though. I do get it because, yeah. Don't worry, I do get it. Don't, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but where I was going earlier, we also <laughs> rudely interrupted and got me distracted with anime boobies. I don't remember any of that happening where people were like, "Oh yeah, I saw the thing on the TV." The only, I guess, maybe the only real example would have been like American Idol, like in its second season was massive in America, uh, and people did, knew did about you not the finalists. Have kids, like um, making memes, like back then we didn't have memes, but. 
we wouldn't make memes out of commercials sometimes. Yeah, no, we didn't. We, not really. Okay, cool. But uh, so, I was so sorry say, for... like two years ago when I was teaching in Japan, whenever like a bigger film would be aired on like local TV stations, everybody would talk about it the next week. So I, I don't it's know what day like... it was, but like it, it would it would happen like it the remake of it got aired on on like a easily accessed channel. Everybody was fucking talking about it right after. So that happened with Ghibli, right? I'm pretty sure. I Every time a Ghibli movie's on national TV in Japan, they tweet about it. That makes sense. But yeah, Don't quote me on that. But yeah, but yeah, it, it was it was there was it, and there were a few other movies that aired on this specific channel. And after it would happen, all the students would talk about it. It was very interesting because, like I said, I don't have any experience with something like that out here. Important so in, question. In a way. It was interesting how in the past, from NBT's perspective, everybody was connected by like these, you know, small things here and there. But now that it's so much easier to actually connect with people, we're all so far apart. Yep. Yeah. Ironic. I guess there's also some kind of like culture, like uh, how do how you say it? Like uh, it's it's different culture in in different places. So it's called a semiosphere. It's what my paper's about. Oh. Okay. Tell us what um, what is a semiosphere. Tell us. It's like it's like a overlapping cultural sphere of not like really influence, but like shared cultural uh, signs. Mm. So you know, like little circles on the internet that like share memes are sick or um, separate little semiospheres. I will remember that next time I see a meme. Next time I see a meme. <laughs> 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 Hopefully, it's every day. Soon, like every it, day. It's, it's pretty it's every day. But obviously you have like, I'm part of different semi-spheres, so I'm part of video game semi-spheres, and I'm part of music semi-spheres, so there we go. Dude. I hope I said right. I, you know, I, think, I can't yeah, be a part of any of them, personally, because I just hate everyone. You're part of the hentai semi-sphere. I hate those guys, too. They have no taste. Wow. Voluntary. <laughs> Be part of one, whether you like it or not. I, I think sometimes they would call them like, um, if you have like, let's say you have a page admin, uh, like uh, on on Facebook or whatever, Reddit or something, they would call these like niche celebrities or things like that because they're just famous within their like super niche niche uh, circle. Mm. I think it, it, there's actually a term for that, and it's called a micro influencer. Oh, um, that's that makes a whole lot. Damn, here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we we've we've strayed quite a bit. So let's uh let's find our center again. Everybody, breathe in. All right, Nexus. Yes. What about you? Where did you start? Where did you go? How did you end up? And why do you not regret a single choice? Uh, well, I started in some. When was it in like 2008, 2009? They're on Gact and Miles and the usual heavy visual cases because it was, that's what was popular in the horny music. Uh, yeah, in the Czech and Slovak fandom, of course, a lot of uh, a lot of Czech shipping people. was a part of it. And for some reason, in the Czech and Slovak sphere, like so many people got like really into. Jerk uh, shipping, and then in like two years, it completely disappeared. I suppose because everyone got older. Wait, can I ask you something first? Was yes. that only within your circle, or like in general? No, it's the, here's the thing: the countries are so small that like the Jerk fandom, even at the height of its popularity, it was like three hundred people. So okay. it, you notice trends if they're pervasive or not. So my question is, when you're on a when you're on a thread or whatever, is it separated by region, or is it just you can tell because everybody's speaking the same language? Hey, what do you mean? Well, in the Czech Republic, don't you guys speak a uh, regional language? Well, yeah, but it's because what, what I'm saying is, if I if I get on a thread and I'm like. Uh, dude, like, I wish Gact and other artists would get together. It would, It's my shit. And then people are like, yeah, me too. And they respond in English. I have no idea where they are in the community. I don't know if they're coming at me from California, Florida, the UK, 
Japan. I have no way of telling if it's the Czech Republic or uh, so. You know, I think Masa's question is more like, where did the community happen? Actually, possibly like, kind of you guys. Sorry. Uh, possibly kind of all over, but uh, at this point I was living in Slovakia, so I wasn't actually meeting with the community in person, and I wasn't yet well versed enough in Czech to recognize my new shell of dialectical differences, so I could not tell you where anyone was from. I see. But most of my friends at the time were from Prague. Oh, so you're talking about people that you knew. Yes. Okay. But like, on like forums and other stuff, I would not know most of the people, and I also would not know where they're from. Hmm. That's interesting. Essentially, I started on like super heavy visual case stuff, and then in like 2010, 2011 ish, after GACT kind of fizzled out, which was I think in 2011, I got really into like Versailles and and such things. But did you just get into Versailles? Did it just stop at Versailles and didn't expand? <laughs> yeah, I got into Versailles and nothing else ever again after that. <laughs> and nothing ever could measure up to it, man. Like, as my my journey through like the Cherok fandom, it kind of comes in like hopping from micro fandom to micro fandom because I'm always like super into one specific band, and then after two years, I stop caring about them and I start caring really hard about a different band. Often, I'm forced out of it because I can't really listen to bands that have broken up because that makes me sad. So after <laughs> this, which I was like, or also Delo, which I was like super into, after they broke up, I couldn't listen to them anymore because of sadness. You know, have, you, have you actually noticed that Kairi started the solo career like just now? Yeah, yeah, but like, uh, I'm not gonna get my, get my hopes up, uh, like for anything. The special Ray kind of um, yeah. revival. Unfortunately. Yeah. I'm sad about that, by the way. But I like, um, other than this, like band hopping, I've always kind of been into three things, and that's Mana, Dear and Grey, and the Gazette, which I started mm. on, and I'm still into. Mm. And that's actually where it kind of ended because, um, yeah, this is pretty much the only three things I'm currently like actually keeping up with. Mm. What's it like really keeping kind of... up with Mana? You just follow him on Twitter and watch a stupid YouTube video or two and laugh at his cooking. Yeah, when he's, he's cooking now? Yeah, yeah, he's cooking. Very funny. He's yeah. cooking with a glove on too, every yeah, time. It's amazing. Uh, trust me, just watch it. It's funny as hell. It is People actually cook really with good. Gloves. That makes sense. I'm, I it's don't like, know if he's like self-aware about what he's doing or and he's doing it yeah. ironically. It's just like that. I can't tell like like some kind of fucking AI. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. Okay. But uh, isn't, isn't Gazette quite different from what you listen to compared to everything else? Is it? Because I mean, I, 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 we've got like symphonic, right? And then we've got... Sim- and then I guess Mana falls into symphonic because of um, Malice Misa. And so like, Gazette is kind of the... Anomaly, I guess. I think I don't really consider Mana a musician anymore because okay, he doesn't. Really... He's a, he's oh, a personality. <laughs> he's just kind of like a person I follow. Because mm. when when's the last time you've done anything musical? That is true. You're right. I guess I mean, you I guess... kind of go to kind of go to concerts if you're in Japan, which I'm not. Mm. So Why not? When you were. Now, from out here, you can pretty much follow his fashion and his YouTube cooking, and sometimes mm, the like pictures. Fashion, on yeah. But you're redefining him according to your and kind a of living, like uh, how to say, living location. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's not a musician. I just don't really consider him that for myself. Not really, or like, rather, reframing to like, say that I'm insulting him that he doesn't do music anymore. I just I do not follow him as a musician. Does it make sense? Is that yeah, okay, that's yeah, not his yeah, brand? Totally. Yeah, his brand is yeah. kind of changed. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I I watch more of Gak's uh, YouTube videos than I listen to his music these days. Like, so that's... YouTube videos too. Yeah. Have you time, noticed yeah. that like trend now? Every other YouTuber has a YouTube channel. YouTube. 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 Musician. Musician. 
channel. Dude, we, we covered Gak's video when he was showing people how to train their, like, uh, downstairs. Oh, I remember. remember that. Yeah, so... Downstairs? Yeah. Downstairs, yeah. Deck. Hmm. That's interesting. I feel like J-Rock musicians are in for starting TikToks anytime soon, since that's where the kids that are at at this point. They are. They have I mean, already hasn't Gact been doing that since back when it was like music.ly even before that? I don't oh, know. Music.ly, uh, yeah, damn. Pretty that's trendy in, in general. Yeah, he, he, was, he was doing those kinds of videos way back when. Lord. No idea. I'm online. Oh, surprised you guys didn't know that. Yeah, he's been on that platform forever. I don't know if he's like on TikTok now, but I wouldn't be surprised. Does he Does TikTok play Minecraft or? streams as well? No, not yet. He's getting there. He's recovering. Not yet. Nexus, it seems like for you, you still kind of have like a broad involvement. You know, you're kind of all over the place from like Super VK to Mana is just a person. Uh, deer on gray with the heavier stuff. I mean, do, you, do you, are you into anything lighter? Except for Gazette, which I do consider a little poppy. Uh, uh, I guess you can consider them poppy, yeah. Want to they listen to lighter stuff? Fan base. Because at this, at, in my life, J-Rock is definitely not the only thing I listen to. Um, courtesy of unnamed streaming platform, which has completely ruined my music taste. Yeah, yeah no, it's all good. You, you, so wait. From, from what we've talked about before, you seem to have a, a bit more openness in what you listen to, thanks to the computer teaching you. Yes. Mm. I mean, what was you? What do you actually listen to? That's not J Rock, because obviously, for me, it was like uh, emo bands. Right? When when people were labeling them emo bands and whatnot, and then and then I don't think if I if I had that leverage, I wouldn't have gotten into like. Like J Rock, so what kind of music do you li- listen outside of J Rock? Well, J music. It's it's more like playlists and genres rather than specific bands. But I listen mm. to is like Nordic. I don't know if it's folk metal or whatever. Uh, I would name bands, but I can't pronounce half of their names. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. No, uh, and I, that Chinese folk metal. Yeah, and I actually just kind of listen to a lot of epic music, like Two Steps from Hell and shit like that, because I, at this point, I do a lot of stuff, and I can't really listen to like music that requires a lot of engagement from my brain because it distracts me. So I just put on some some epic shit in the background and try to ignore it. How about like uh, J Rock wise? Uh, sorry, because you're very much into Visual K, uh, from my understanding. So, is there no? Uh, I don't really even feel like I'm that into Visual K anymore because I really mostly listen to Deering Gray, Galnerius, and and the Gazette, and neither of these is too Visual K at this point. Mm. You, you watch a lot of anime, right? Uh, I. Well, I like anime. I do not watch a lot of it. Okay, cool. Okay, because I was like, oh, maybe you're into like, maybe you pick up stuff from anime, music from anime. But yeah, yeah. I have been listening to anime soundtracks. You're right. I oh, there you go. To the to the soundtrack from My Hero and from uh Demon Slayer because Demon yeah, Slayer soundtrack. So do you know any of those bands, or just know one song from each of the? openings no it's not like the oh, the openings and endings i mean actually like the soundtrack from the anime ost yeah okay uh, okay so like background music and stuff included yeah okay so nexus can concentrate yes uh-huh. because you know okay so like yeah, how so we you jump over to uh, uh maso and see how you got how how you have your music has uh music taste has evolved I mean, I don't know if it's really evolved in any way. I just, I made like a a few jumps here and there, and then I've just been the same since like forever. I started out with, uh, what was it? It was mostly Lark on CL and TM Revolution because they did songs for anime back in the day. And, you know, total fucking weeb here. So because I was into them, I went out, I sought them out, found them. Through legal means, of course. And then uh-huh. obtained a bunch of their music. 
and was super into them. And one day while looking for other stuff, came across Deer on Grey. And then I've been chasing that dragon ever since, you know, like nothing's, nothing's heavy enough. It's, it's really, it's really sad, man. You, you wouldn't want to be in my position. You would like all metal is good and everything else sucks. Nothing is metal enough for you. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, what about I don't don't think I've ever been in the position where it's like all metal is good because I knew a lot of people like that in high school and stuff. Like, oh, dude, you ever hear this band? They're metal as hell, man. And then it's like, yeah, it sucks. But uh, thanks for trying. But they weren't recommending Japanese, right? They were just no, man. Nobody ever recommended anything Japanese. I was the guy who was like, you heard of this band? And they're like, dude, where did you find this? This is amazing. It's the greatest thing ever. I'm like, oh, no. But I find it interesting because you, I think you mentioned a few times that your dad is into metal and so you've picked up a lot of his influences on there and I'm guessing like that that if you didn't have that leverage you wouldn't have been into like Dirt and Grey I'm guessing uh yeah maybe maybe not I mean you may not know this but he's he's my second dad I got two okay but uh <laughs> no. the, the other one he he was into mm. more more hardcore punk and stuff mm. to run around los angeles beating the shit out of people all that stuff wow so always okay. always you know that that kind of influence has always been in my life the violence mm. and music so uh so from the point where you got into Darren gray like um you you kind of stuck with the same type of music yeah, Deron Grey was like a defining moment for me, for sure. Like like I said, ever since then, I've been chasing that dragon, looking for harder, heavier hitting Japanese music. Of course, there's stuff that like you could argue is heavier, but there's there's a point where, where it's just a mess. And sometimes it's it's a good mess and sometimes it's not so much a good mess, like especially when you start getting into like grindcore and stuff like that. So so let me ask you how uh, how Bang Dream falls into that. <laughs> that timeline i mean you you never get over like you know when something hits you in the doki doki like you just can't you know it's like yeah so just to fill in like bang dream so yeah bang dream is more kind of like anime type of music with the cheerful girls so i thought that was a contrasting moment to see you get into that Oh, dude, Bang Dream is so good. But like Roselia <laughs> is is like some of some of the best metal out there right now, arguably. Like, I'd take Roselia right. over baby metal any day. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, it, you put me on, on the spot there when I was trying to think if that's actually what I <laughs> like. Like, yeah, like I when it comes to metal, like a lot of the stuff that Roselia does. Although, admittedly, what is it like? 90% of all the Bang Dream fan tra- franchise music is done by, like, one group of people or one guy, but they just kind of... Ele- Elements this Garden. Band. Yeah, Elements Garden, and they just kind of pick and choose which band's going to do what. But Roselia arguably does a lot of metal, like traditional metal, and it's really yeah. good. Um, it's also a lot more unified, their sound, compared to Baby Metal, because uh, Baby Metal always pick from different artists, so... It's not as unified, although it is very metal in general. Yeah, mm, that's really interesting. I that's that. Yeah, that's really interesting actually to hear. Wow. Oh, is is it kind of a like? I don't know. You guys, have you? Do you guys feel like you've kind of like not not stagnated, but like now you're now you've in now you're you know what you're like. You're in your circle. You you. You feel like you can't listen to anything else, like the ability to like experience new genres. Uh, to, to answer that from my perspective, yeah, definitely. Like it's very rare where I'll, you know, get recommended something or run across something and be like, this is unlike anything I listen to right now. That's it's really good. It's more like this is unlike anything I listen to right now. I'm going to go back to something I like because I don't like mm, this. Damn. Why are you in? Yeah, I, I follow a lot of what the mighty algorithm of the unnamed streaming service says, but it's usually not like something I get like super into. I will listen to it kind of like passively and enjoy it well enough. But mm-hmm. as as far as like really getting into something is concerned, um, 
yeah, I feel like I, I got my stuff going and it, I'm fine with what I've got. What about you, MBT? Don't, I don't really go out like actively, actively looking for like new Jero bands to listen to or something. I, I don't have a need for that. Yeah, I'm I'm careful there. I mean, that's like why we exist. It's like anyone who listens here, it's like, don't listen to us. Listen to the computer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that. that, uh, I mean, I'm completely uh, opposite of you guys. I'm always uh, finding new music to listen to, and I'm not even doing it actively. Uh, I mean, you have so much. uh, I mean, I'm I'm very much into YouTube in, in general, and you find stuff there, but also. Um, you find music through other artists um, as well. So there's like an album called uh, Chimera, not not by Girugamesh, but Girugamesh. Uh, a Vocaloid, <laughs> a Vocaloid album. So essentially, what they did was they mashed up two artists uh, for each song on the album. So uh, it's a collaboration album, basically. Uh, so. Yeah, I forgot who who it was, but someone like uh, handpicked two artists, asked them to make a song, and did that for like uh, eight songs, and then they created this uh, album together and called it uh, Chimera. Through that album, you're able to also find some cool new songs, um, like and uh, like signature sounds from these artists. So I thought that was pretty interesting as well. Mm-hmm. I think with the vocal thing, you can definitely. You can definitely have compilations, which is something that I think we're like kind of missing, like now in 2022. But we just have there's Vocaloid. You can have uh, compilations of different artists and whatnot, and you can pick and choose and be like, okay, I like this artist. I'm gonna listen to the rest of their songs and whatnot, and then go from there. Yeah, Um, because you get uh, every year. the um, like Hatsune Miku has a, a big concert, uh, well, several concerts in Japan, but it's like one event uh, called Magical Mirai. And uh, basically, um, like the people who are uh, managing uh, Hatsune Miku or uh, like Vocaloid, uh, Krypton Future Media, they would um, get get together uh, a few artists and make an album. And ba- basically, that is that, that album defines like the the concert the songs that will be in uh, the concert typically it's a it's a very engaging community in a way because you get to explore so much of the music that you like in a passive way in a sense go back on your on your points um i'm i'm like the same as mbt i'm always looking for new visual k bands to listen to i'm always looking for uh like new new kawaii future future bass to listen to like um everything like pop even pop music you know i i wasn't um i really wasn't into j-pop um a few quite a few years back and i feel like it's only the recent recent years that i've been really really into it um so and yeah the the computer has been has been showing me things and I've been like, yeah, I like this. And I've also been like, oh, maybe I don't, I don't like this, but I could have liked it if it was something was different. I just like having, having to hear uh, like different ideas and being like, oh, maybe I'll check out more of this band or maybe I won't, or I'm glad I listened to this because now I'm like, oh, now I have context for this and whatnot. So yeah. I feel like a lot of us are talking about what the computer tr- showed us. <laughs> <laughs> sorry the computer rules us now sorry yeah some of us some of us wow <laughs> i wouldn't would put myself why? in that category <laughs> exert any mental load when i can just let the mighty ai overlord make choices for me i i you know, yeah i i get it in in some ways but i think it so this is half satire. I do sometimes look for stuff. It's just, you know. Yeah, but like for myself, I mean, I feel like it's part of the whole like being an edgy boy thing where the whole time I've always wanted to be different. Like, you know, I'm not like other girls. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're 
like growing um, up my my well, sister has always been into pretty good music i would say like her favorite band i think to this day is system of a down and it would have been super easy as as the younger sibling to just be like, yeah i like him too and then like just kind of ride off those coattails like you know not have to spend extra money for other albums or anything just like yeah i just listen to what she listens to and it's all really good but instead i was like I listen to my own shit, and mine's really different, and it's better, and you'll never understand, because you can't speak well, how, how do you discover music in the first... Uh, well, uh, okay, so how do you try to discover new bands that are able to uh, get on the level that Dear and Grey is in? I mean, well, yeah, it's, even it's, get... a lot, it's a lot more work, isn't it? It's it's kind of trolling around the net, seeing what, uh, within our you know private groups... What, it gets posted by j-rock news you know but a lot of times also it's like because i know what you guys are into i can almost already tell like when you post something unless you're tagging me specifically because you guys know how i am too yes, i can almost yeah. immediately be like i'm probably not gonna like this and just like listen to a few seconds of it and be like yeah i don't so that's, that's say, a big well, part yeah. of what you guys recommend yeah. to me but the other part of it is just kind of now and then if i'm feeling bored with what i currently have is just digging in and lots of clicking, lots of sampling, and then finally being like, this is it. Mm. Wait, so you go on YouTube and put like bands that are better than Daring Gray. And I've never done that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should. <laughs> I don't know what results you would get. Somebody somebody do run the run the numbers right now. Tell me what you get. <laughs> bands that are better than dear gray i'm sure there's a whole community on their net that just hates dear on gray it's like they're overrated you need to listen to kiari you like they're good <laughs> stuff like Wait, that. How, how about uh earth this uh which is a band that i recently recommended so here's the thing i have a friend who recommended them before you did you know because yeah. you're late to everything and he had sh- some shirts ordered to my apartment in Japan and I brought the shirts all the way back to the States, gave them to him. I listened to the band like for 20 seconds, like when the shirts came and I was like, that's pretty good. Never again. So, wow. To say 20 (laughs) seconds. But, but you said it was pretty good. That, that's why I was asking you because yeah, because your, your impression of earth is was uh, positive. So that's yeah, why I'm asking. They're, they're all right. I would I wouldn't mind seeing them live, but like I'm not like a fan. I wouldn't call myself that. Twenty okay. seconds. <laughs> Damn, that's so quick. <laughs> oh man, that's like, twenty seconds more than gets that. You don't you don't know how bad it is <laughs> yeah. when I listen to something. Yeah, like I'll I'll press play and I'll listen to like five seconds of the intro and I'm like this is boring, and I'll jump to the middle and I'll be like, eh, and then I'll get like close to the end and then the end. And I'll be like, yeah, that's not for me. Or I'll be like, wow, let me go back to the beginning and see how it all fits together, you know? Um, I almost feel, like, sad for you and Nexus. Uh, I'm <laughs> fine. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe there's stuff I'm missing out on, but, like, one day it'll show up, mm. and if it never does, it's like, that's fine. You remind me of me. Samples books by flipping to the end and reading it to to decide if she's going to like it or not. That's basically it, isn't it? I mean, let's let's be real. Songs have like a formula. It's like there's how it starts. In the middle is where you know all the stuff happens, and at the end is like if they want to go out with a bang or not. So I get, I got all of it. I got, I got all four minutes in thirty seconds or twenty. Well, then you're listening to the wrong music. You should listen to like Dojin shit, like uh, Vermilion D. Alice Syndrome or something. Yeah, the shit is famous. I mean, if it comes up, like. If I'm looking for it, you know. Yeah, um. I mean, uh, the thing is, have have you have you? I mean, have you tried to jump over to the Dojin side and maybe try to explore more on that? And I've I've listened to some of the stuff like you've you've put out there before, and it's good. I don't think there's ever been anything of of the Dojin side that's like metal that I have disliked, but I don't really look further into it. Like it's fine, you know. Yeah. Yeah, None yeah, of it's ever been really like, oh, so shit, yeah. this is good. It's always just been yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if it- I think back, like, I haven't had, like, this, oh, like, like, sh- like, oh, fuck, like, 
this this is what I have to listen to like right now, like constantly. Well, except Gurugumesh later song in Gurugumesh. Yeah. Yeah. I've been really into that yeah. song lately. That's but sick. otherwise, like new bands, it's difficult to get that spark again. Yeah, I mean, unpopular opinion, but I didn't give a shit about that song, so well, I don't give a shit about you. See, there you go. Wow. That's fine. Like, yeah. I didn't care. I, like, it came out and I was like, yeah, this is kind of disappointing. And then I just moved on with my day. Oh, but I don't think... Yeah. What, were you into Gurugamesh a lot? Even back I was. In the days or not? Um, up until, I think, Music. Music was like yeah. the last album I liked by them. Then everything after that I didn't like. Mm. Yeah, okay. I can understand that. Most people didn't even like music. Yeah, I think NBT no, said before people, he didn't no, like music. I think people... No, I think like... A lot um, of people did. Uh... Like the the song that I hated was Evolution, which was uh, a song in uh, music. You still hate it? Yeah, exactly. That's you still song. hate it because I think that song bangs. Uh, I mean, man? if you compare that to Girugumesh self-titled album, which is dark, like um, uh, it, it's it's like two different bands, and and that's why I hated that song at first. But now when I listen to Girugumesh album, uh, like I did discography as a whole, I don't mind it because mm. it's just one part, like one small section of Girugumesh music. I totally But back did. then, it was, yeah, so back then it was like, I'm, I'm really concerned about their direction. A band changes their style somewhat and everybody's like, ah, this is dog shit. And then five years later, you listen to it again and it actually kind of slaps. And you know what, that's, yeah, that's but... a topic, because that's actually good. Like, sometimes you, you listen to something the first time around, you're like, this is not for me. I know there's been times where I've listened to some uh, band and I'm like, this is not for me. And then I've listened to it like a few years later and, I'm in, and I've been like, oh, this actually slaps. I made a mistake. Fuck. <laughs> but it's Has fine. Has that ever happened Because now you? I know. That's happened to me, yeah. I don't, that's I never happened to me, man. I can't think of a single time. Specifically, uh, I can't remember which band... Um, I can't. Yeah, like not coming up to to my head that right now. Explicitly with uh, the Gazette because back when I started, I didn't like them, and I mm. listened to some of their stuff, and I was like, "This is shit." And then some about a year later, I came back to it, and before the fuck was I thinking a year ago? Shit slaps. Be honest, I think that happened with the Gazette as well. You know, I was listening to like a lot of odd songs. And then I was like, nothing really is sitting. And then one day, just kind of, the universe kind of exploded. And I was like, oh, okay, this was the slaps. Okay, cool. I'll 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 go with it. I mean, I uh, guess what I what yeah. I could say in in reference to that is like, if I write off a band, I write them off. But a lot of bands mm. will be like, they're okay, but they're not going to be, mm. you know, part of the rotation. You know, they're not, they're not, they're not in, you know, but I'm okay with them. Yeah. And an example of that would be Gazette. Like they're, they're not one of my favorites, but they're good. And every now and then I'll, you know, rummage through some of their stuff and find something be like, this one's really good. You know, this is why they're here for me because I know every now and then there's going to be a song here or there that's really good, whether or not if it was off of an album that at first I thought was not a good album. So mm. I guess like that's as close as I get to that. But even then, I never actually like wrote them off permanently. I'm just like, I know are there's going to be gold here and there. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not sure. Are you trying to be like exclusive in that sense? What do you mean? Like you're basically making... Um, you have a little like walled garden, like anything that goes past this is Mazo approved. <laughs> so you, I feel like you have this strict rule somehow. It's not is really a strict case? rule. It's like, do you do you sound good or not? You know? Yeah, I think it, it does come across. It, it definitely would come across as that, but I think you're just very specific, very specific, very specific. I mean, like, Ooh, Mazo in 20 seconds, are you gone forever? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time, man. There's so much stuff out there. And, like, Zodiac's not coming back anytime soon. Like the Zodiac Killer? <laughs> no. No, man. man. No, no. No, no. Even if Zodiac is coming back, I think they will never be able to match their old stuff. Yeah. Right. Hell, man. Then. Zodiac is so good. Yeah. 100%. You know that I've so, actually yeah. 
heard of that band before you had mentioned it. That makes sense. Like, you know, they weren't yeah. putting up numbers. What do you think they indefinitely hiatus? <laughs> <laughs> and they just what, released one album, two two singles, and then so they sure do love the the code indefinite hiatus. Has anyone who's hiatus indefinitely ever come back? I cannot recall. Uh, what's that yeah. name? Malice, Malice. No, not that. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> it's it's. Uh, they kind of came back. Uh, and Cafe came back uh, after their hiatus. They had two hiatus. 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 I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If I it's hate I. <laughs> uh, anyway, they they had uh, they they were uh, off for two periods uh, and then they came back. But then, like all the member left uh, left except for the vocalist. So uh, now they are on indefinite. You know what? Again. I think a famous example in VK is Ayabi. Ayabi had like so many. Like they went on they went on hiatus. I think all the members left except for Aori the vocalist. They then they then the members who left that band went on to form another band called Ayabi in English words in capitals, and then the, the members swapped or something, and then they they came back, like they're back now. I don't I don't know. It was such a weird. It's still a weird. Wait, are they active now? Yeah, they're active. Yeah. What? Okay, I didn't. Yeah, know. that's kind of a weird thing to do. <laughs> Maybe not. To... Leave your Maybe band release and make music. a new band that's the same name. Yeah. Like, use the same name. That's lame. So, yeah. Real. Here's, here's a philosophical question. If I have a band, and let's say it has five members, and um, out of the five members, four of them leave, and let's say the vocalist stays, and the vocalist yeah. five, finds four new members, and then later the four new members replace the vocalist, is it still the same band? This is the same yeah, as yeah. the what's this, his name ship this, or the axe or whatever. This has happened. This has happened with um Naru. Naru vocalist I think from Biosphere. This has happened to him three times, I think. Huh. At every time. It's also that happened. Someone's hard to work with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, that's the only uh, conclusion you come up can come up with. And I think it's happened with um ten ten. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely um, like if, if your bands keep breaking up on you, you might be the problem. Yeah, no, I I think. Yeah. But to answer your question, Nexus, I think at that point you're not the same band. I think at that point it is someone's solo project in a sense, like huh. uh, Death Gaze. Like there was yeah. a certain point where they weren't Death Gaze anymore. It was more just I think uh, I. Or I, yes, yeah, yeah. It's just I. I was just I. you know the pillar of the band. He was the only one who was there. I think the whole time, or there was a mm. certain point where he joined, where it just became the I show. I mean, I wasn't always the the vocalist of. He wasn't case, always the so. vocalist. Basis. I think he was at no. first just the bassist. Yeah, uh, yeah. Husky from Lynch, uh, like the guy, yeah. but my brain interpreted it as yourself being the vocalist. Ah. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sleepy. I've been awake for like 24 hours. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we're we're walking all over the place with this one. So, I mean, we, don't, we probably shouldn't go on forever. You know, we don't need to pad out for time or anything. But I think at, yeah. at, at any any final statements from anyone, I think we all kind of realize that we've definitely changed over time like i'm i'm just chasing the dragon of, of heavy shit nbt uh, what about you where are you today I'm, I'm i'm a little bit all over the place but still within the dojin scene so uh, that's where my head is stuck at at the moment and um yeah there's a lot to explore here so i'll stay here for a while okay okay all right uh nexus where are you today I'm listening to the same three bands, except in a completely different headspace than before. Okay. So, might have changed, but also not. Not at all. Yeah. Depression, huh? All right, mm -hmm. uh, Sis, where are you? <laughs> Ever evolving. J J-Rock, Visual K, Kawhi Future Base. I don't care. I will absorb it all. I will take it in. I will see what I like and then pick it out and then 
hopefully ride with it. And if not, I don't ride with it. That's fine too. But yeah, I'm still gonna look out for bands and whatnot. See, I think. I think after hearing all this, it, it's like Sis is like the kid who's about to go on an adventure, and the rest of us are just a bunch of like grumpy people. <laughs> uh, Listen, wait, I don't. I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, with that, uh, I've been your host Mazo, with co-host Sis. Naughty. I don't know. Co-host Nexus. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> and special guest NBT. Tomo arigato. Yeah, that's that's gonna make it in for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking fantastic.